guys, this is Craig Hostetler. Welcome to the Black Sheep Experience. This is episode number 12, the Smack Sabbath edition. All right, man. So here's the scoop. I thought I would try something new. Um, and every Saturday, release a little 15-minute deal and just kind of checking in with you. Right? Just kind of checking in, see how you're doing, uh, let you know what I'm up to. You know, kind of let you know what's coming up, what I'm going to be doing today, what's on my mind, and just just kind of checking in, man. A Sabbath day edition, not a full length episode, but just a uh, you know just a little chit chat, right? Um, what do any of your other podcasts just check in with you? They don't, right? <laughs> so uh, yeah, we're just. Checking in. Anyway, man, uh, a couple of quick things. Thank you guys for sharing uh, the Black Sheep Experience podcast on your social media stuff. Makes a huge difference. And also, uh, just for uh, making your presence known on the Black Sheep Experience Facebook page, Instagram, uh, and Twitter. I really appreciate hearing from you guys. Love the shout outs as well. All right, couple of things. Uh, yeah, so been talking with a guy named Kent Dobson. Um, he has a first century NIV um, commentary, study Bible type thing. It's really awesome. I've had it for quite a while. He also wrote a book called Bitten by a Camel, which is really great. And he's got a uh, really a, a whole list of accomplishments. And so I think we're going to have him on and uh, that would be really awesome. I would love to have him as a guest. He's a really cool dude. And uh, yeah, a whole bunch of good stuff coming up. As far as, um, I don't know, how's your Saturday going, man? This is uh, mid-October, all kinds of fall stuff happening and Halloween stuff. I don't know how you guys feel about Halloween, but um, uh, we love Halloween around here. We just have a blast with it. And so today, my wife, um, the human habanero... If you haven't seen my wife, man, she is just, she's a knockout, just gorgeous lady. So yeah, she is hot. So anyway, uh, we are headed down to the river, to a local river town that has some, some cool things going on in their downtown area, some Halloween stuff and carriage rides and uh, all kinds of cool stuff happening down there today. So we're going to head down there in just a little bit and hang out, have fun. There's a um, there's a, a, a local brewery there that I'm sure we're going to hit and uh, just going to have a great time. Uh, Gina and I like to go and do, man. So we're just constantly running somewhere, doing something and enjoying life uh, together. So last night, oddly enough, man, we went to a local place uh, that had a costume contest, right? And yeah, man, we dressed up as Vikings, um, and we won. 
So we won the, the, the costume contest, right? So that was just a blast. Um, we had a, we had a lot of fun doing that. And, uh, today we're not dressing up today. We're just, uh, although I thought she told me she might wear a witch's hat down there, but we're not really dressing up. We're just going down to have some fun. And, uh, and so that's what I'm doing today. What are you guys doing? Um, if you're doing something cool, man, jump on, uh, the Facebook page. Uh, and let me know what you're doing or, or shout me out on Twitter and let me know what you're doing today, what cool thing is happening around your town. And, um, or if you guys are doing some kind of costume thing, uh, yeah, I'd love to know, uh, all about that. So we love Halloween, man. We just have a blast with it. Her and I, um, we're always doing something and, um, we're always running somewhere doing something. So we have a really cool, um, relationship where we just are constantly running and doing new things. And, um, yeah, man, that's kind of fun. That's kind of cool. So that's what I got going today. Lots of things that her and I are going to be doing this month, running all over the place. And I'll, I'll let you know, um, the adventures that we have, man. So, all right. Um, as far as what I have been thinking about, man, here's what I've been thinking about. Um, the more mystical aspects of my faith, you know, sometimes some of those aspects seem to get, um, derailed by knowledge. And, and one of the things that I, I, that I've even found with people that surround me, um, I'm talking about people within kind of the Christian genre that I'm in right now is sometimes knowledge um, shadows or overshadows the relationship aspect, right? The more mystical qualities of the faith. And what's cool is I think that Christianity has a real cool mystical aspect to it that a lot of times I think gets overshadowed by theology and overshadowed by the theological discussions. And, um, and that's a shame, man, because if you can't, if you're... Faith doesn't supply you with the sense of being connected to something higher. Um, if it doesn't connect you more deeply with your own intuition, um, your, I guess, spiritual side, then you are short-circuiting, in my opinion, your faith. Now, there's a couple of really cool mystics that um, I was looking at this morning, and I'm going to butcher these names, uh, probably, but there's a guy um, named Dionysus the Areopagite, right? Now, I got online, and some people pronounce it Areopagite, others pronounce it Areopagite. Uh, I don't care how you say it. There was this guy, Dionysus the Areopagite, who uh, um, wrote a discourse called Mystical Theology, right? And here's a quote from him. He says, exercise yourself unceasingly in mystical contemplation. Abandon feelings, renounce intellectual activities, reject all that belongs to the perceptible and the intelligible. Strip yourself totally of non-being and being 
and lift yourself as far as you are able to the point of being united in a knowing with him who is beyond all being and all knowledge. For it is by passing beyond everything, including yourself, irresistibly and completely, that you will be exalted in the pure ecstasy right up to the dark splendor of the divine super-essence, after having abandoned all and stripped yourself of everything. So, what Dionysus is saying here is, um, get to that place where you move beyond your own self, where you move beyond your own essence, you move beyond your own being, into a place of um, really contemplative um, union with God, right? What he calls the divine super essence, which is God. And he says, there is this place where we can reach this mystical place. And I'm not talking that you walk around in that all day long. Um, although you can walk in a more united way, I think all day long. Um, the apostle Paul talks about how he, he, he prays without ceasing, right? And I think what he's talking about is a constant communion, uh, with God, right? Where he's continually listening for the voice of God. He's continually paying attention to what we might call intuition. Um, and others would call the leading of the spirit. And he's constantly fostering a union with the divine super essence. And this is what, uh, Dionysus, the Areopagite <laughs> is, as I, this is what I think he's saying, right? Um, there is a um, another guy um, named Macarius, and this is what he says. If you have become the very throne of God, the heavenly driver uses you as his own chariot. Your whole soul becomes a spiritual vision of absolute light. If you have been fed on the food of the Spirit... If you have drunk the water of life and put on the garments of the indescribable, um, your inner personality is becoming established in the experience and the perfection, then you indeed are living eternal life. Now, what uh, Macarius is saying is when our bodies become the very throne of God, um, we begin to experience God in a supernatural way, and we become the very light, uh, essentially, of his being, right? We begin to then live in eternal life. Now, what these guys are talking about here is um, there does seem to be, uh, throughout the history of the Christian experience, including um, in the New Testament, guys like the Apostle Paul talked a lot about this. Um, it is no longer I who lives um, but Christ who lives in me, those kinds of things, right? Um, that there, there seems to be this way of walking in the world in union with the Holy Spirit. There seems to be this way of walking in the world um, connected to the divine, uh, experiencing fully uh, the power and the presence of God inside of us. It's interesting because Jesus, the Apostle Paul, the entire New Testament talks a great deal about the power of the Holy Spirit, right? Um, being filled with the Spirit, being baptized by the Holy Spirit, um, being overtaken by the Holy Spirit, 
uh, being moved by the Spirit, led by the Spirit, uh, the Spirit communicating through us, the words of the Spirit speaking through us. The Bible talks a lot about this incredible divine union with the Holy Spirit and what that experience is like. And I find that really interesting because I think a lot of us have traded, perhaps through disappointment of religion, we've traded the mystical qualities of our faith for a more intellectual pursuit. And I understand that. Uh, But I think we're robbing ourselves of a real cool experience. And I think that maybe this is a good time to present a new invitation to our heart, a new invitation to our minds uh, to experience, once again, the incredible power of the Holy Spirit and to really begin to allow Him uh, or the divine to, I think, become more united with us once again, where we allow the leading of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, the presence of the Holy Spirit. You know, those times uh, when, like Dionysus was talking about, where we meditate on him and really feel his presence. I think it's maybe time to get back to that place where we begin to live spirit-infused lives. Lives. <laughs> lives. Spirit-infused lives, okay? And and that this isn't some type of immature pursuit. This isn't some type of, um, I, I, I guess, infantile desire. But instead, um, this can be a real powerful, honest, authentic experience uh, that provides us with... Uh, with a, with a life that is enriched with God's love, God's presence, um, you know, just the mystical qualities of what it means to be a person of faith. All right, man, so that's it. That's uh, what's coming up. That's what I'm doing today, and that's what I'm thinking about. So thanks for joining me on Smack Sabbath, the Black Sheep Experience, Sabbath Day Edition. Go and have yourself a great Saturday. God bless you, man. Done.